Well, I thought I would put us in a nature scene today because we're talking about human nature and we're talking about spiritual nature. So good morning to you. Glad to have you tuned in. Today's Thursday. It's the 18th day of August, and we're just clipping through the middle of the month and hope you're having a great day. We've got some people watching today, Kathy and Brady, Sandy Vance, and Nellie Green, my dad, Charlie, watching today. Glad to have you all tuned in today. And we're talking about human nature versus spiritual nature. And let me give you a, um, a uh, bit of advice. Let me pray first. Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for waking us up. Thank you, for, Lord, for all the things that you're doing for us and helping us. And, Lord, I just pray that you lead us, guide us, and direct us today. I just pray over this podcast that you lead us, and I pray that people are ministered to and blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. So do me a favor as we get started today. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe. Um, I will tell you this, that um, for some reason uh, we are no longer on YouTube, and they have deleted our account on YouTube. And I don't know for what reason. So we are no longer able to be on YouTube for some crazy reason. I haven't heard, but uh, it's been deleted. But let me tell you something that, uh, that I read about human nature versus nature, spiritual nature. And this is something that I thought was really good, that uh, they have done a, uh, they have done a, uh, like a scientific uh, study on people that spend more time in in the nature, like you know, hunting and fishing, and just out in the out in the world, uh, or out in the out in nature, have less problems physically, and have less problems with anxiety and depression because they're more so in nature. Now, let me tell you what we did over the weekend. And me not knowing this. Um, but uh, I've uh, over about the past couple of years, I told Christy, I said, I would like to start going on some nature trails and to start hiking some. Because, you know, we walk every day, Christy and I do, uh, when time permits, um, w- which we mostly do um, every day, three miles. Sometimes we're walking in the dark by the time her schedule lines up with my schedule. And so we've been on baby duty with uh our uh our granddaughter because our uh son-in-law and daughter are having uh their honeymoon in uh in Florida so we're on baby duty from 3 p.m. until nine, around 9 or 10 and so we're kind of busy right now in the evenings but so i told uh I, so john christopher and uh, our daughter-in-law stephanie we went down to see them in lexington over the weekend uh for a day and which is really close to us because it's only like um, two hours and 10, 10, 20 minutes, something like that. And so uh, Stephanie's really good about setting us up on things that we haven't done before. And so they took us on a trail. It's amazing. Lexington is a big city, but 20 minutes outside of Lexington is country. And so it's beautiful. And so uh, they took us on a like a six-mile hike. And it was wonderful. I mean, there were waterfalls. <clears throat> there were, uh, I mean, just like creeks and the river. I mean, it was just uh, streams. And I mean, it's just beautiful. And so, you know, we went on that. So on Saturday, they're coming here. And so there's some uh, trails around here. So when I got home, I was all in. So I went and bought a backpack. I got waterproof boots and shoes and 
And uh, so I'm ready to go because um, because I enjoy that kind of thing. I love being outside. I'm like my dad. You know, I, I love to be outside. I, I don't like to be cooped up in the house, and I don't like wintertime. <clears throat> Definitely. So we're talking about – so anyway, I want to encourage you. You know, if you're struggling with anxiety or if you struggle with uh, depression, <clears throat> a study or you struggle with some health issues – I encourage you to to begin to exercise, begin to to spend time outside, because it will help you. Uh, study show, and I believe that's that's true. Okay, so we're talking about human nature versus spiritual nature today. So human nature is this: this this is your characteristics, this is your feelings, this is your behavioral traits. Uh, this is uh, human kind. Um, when we are born uh, with human nature. Uh, which is our emotions, our physical needs, uh, and to satisfy our physical needs to avoid pain. That's what human nature is. Human nature, some examples of human nature would be um, self, productivity, uh, discipline, and need. Those are some things of, of human nature. Hey, Lois, good good to have you tuned in today. Hope you're doing all right. And... Um, so when you think about self, you think about productivity, you think about discipline, you think about need, uh, I, see, <clears throat> I see problems right away. I see problems right away in this because self and discipline and need are, are human, definitely human traits. That what we're going to do is we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that our needs are met and that we can meet the needs of self. Uh, whether it be through drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it may be. Uh, and so productivity can also be good, but it can also take you to the extremes of saying, well, I've got to be better than the Joneses. I've got to have a bigger house, a bigger car, more money, this, this, this. And so that can take you away from your relationship with Jesus. So human nature needs to be put in control and we need to be careful with it because um, it does have uh, destructive traits to it. Now, when you look at about your, your spiritual uh, nature, let's talk about that. Your spiritual nature is your spirit or your soul. Feeling or a sense of belief that there is something greater than yourself. And that would be God. But see, what happens is, is when a person, okay, when you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes inside of you and lives and intertwines with your spirit. Uh, it just takes over your spirit if you allow it to. And then we, ha- <clears throat> then we have a battle that takes place with human nature and spiritual nature. And that goes along with Romans chapter 6. I'm going to get in Galatians here in a minute, but let me go over and show you something over in uh, Galatians, in Romans chapter 6, talking about <clears throat> the old man. Now, this is dying out to sin, and this is Romans chapter 6. It says, uh, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Um, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? So if you're, if you're saved, um, then you shouldn't be wanting to continue in sin any longer. Know ye not that so many of us have baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death? Therefore we are buried with him in baptism unto death, that like as if Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should we walk in the newness of life. 
For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we should also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that the old man is crucified with him, with the body of sin, that it might be destroyed henceforth that we should not serve sin. And he that is dead is free of sin. So let me stop there. What we have to do is we have to get dead to our emotions. We have to get dead to our uh, to our um, our physical, I mean, yes, we have to eat. Yes, we have to sleep. Yes, we have to do these things. But we also have to get dead to anger. We have to get dead to um, envy and strife and lust. And we have to get dead to these things. And so basically every place that the Scripture talks about the flesh, it has to be crucified. Knowing this, that the old man is crucified with him, the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we shall not serve sin. And he that is dead is free of sin. So we got to get ourselves dead into it with our emotions. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, my mentor, James Ashworth, who used to tell me this a lot, he used to say, <clears throat> you know, hold on a second. He would say, when somebody makes you mad, you can feel it rise up in you. He said, but then you can get to a place where it doesn't rise up in you. And so there's areas, and that deals with human nature. So now if we are dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death has no more dominion over him. For if we, if, he, if in that he died, he died unto sin once, but into the liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Then it says, Neither yield your members unto instruments of righteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. It says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. <clears throat> so we need to yield our members. You go over into, into uh, later on in, into Romans chapter 6, uh, where I was here. Listen to this. It says, verse 19. It says, I speak after the manner of men uh, before the infirmities of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members and servants to unclean and to iniquity, un, unto iniquity, even so not now yield your members as servants of righteousness unto holiness. So <clears throat> what we have to do is we have to move from this human nature that we, we have to crucify. You know, it, it's not wrong to, to take care of self. But you cannot let self run you. You have to allow God's spirit to have his way in you. <clears throat> and that's the only way it works. And that means that we have to give up things. That means we have to stop things. That means we have to start things. Now, if you look over into uh, Galatians, and now we're talking about Galatians chapter 5 and verse 23. I'm going to read 23 first, and then I want to show you something. It says, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Well, temperance means self-control. Uh, 
that as you define self-control, that means to control self. And that is one of the things that is in human nature, as an example, is self. You know, you have an iPhone, you have an iPad, you have I this, I that, I this. <clears throat> you know, people say, do you? And, you know, you know, the heck with everybody else. And the thing about it is, that is just so far from what God wants out of you and me that we have to redefine who we are. Now, listen to this. It says here, in verse 16 of Galatians chapter 5, I read this to you before. This I say unto you, walk in the flesh, and walk in the spirit, that you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. This is spiritual nature versus human nature against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so you cannot do the things which you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. I just read that to you over in Romans. Now the working of the flesh consists of this, and manifests these things, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like as which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I didn't say that. <clears throat> That's a scripture. So your human nature is self and its need, and it deals with all these things which are in the flesh. So if you're dealing with adultery, if you're dealing with lust, if you're dealing with hatred, witchcraft, emulations, wrath, seditions, heresies. I gave you all those titles. I encourage you and, and to find each one of those. I encourage you to go back in some of the podcasts on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, um, as well as iHeartRadio, Podbean. Uh, and you can go back and listen to these studies because they're really good. Some of them are short. Some of them are, are relatively lengthy, but it's worth it. So if you're walking in these things, you know, people People all the time, they tell me, well, I, I, if I could just get my anger under control. Well, my thing is, is why do you define it as yours? If it's something that's not godly, then why do you define it as yours? Because anger is not of God. You say, well, God got angry. He, told, he turned the tables over. Yes, he did. But he also said, be angry and sin not. So let me know how to do that, and then we'll figure that out. I don't really have an anger issue. I just don't. But some people do. Um, and so you have to be, you have to be careful how to, how to deal with that. So, you know, drunkenness, um, witchcraft, adultery, hatred, you know, there's people that are in the church and they hate each other. They won't even, they'll avoid each other when, uh, you ever, you ever seen some of the old, um, before COVID, uh, some of the old traditional churches here, here's what's crazy. The, the, the first church I ever pastored, or second church I ever pastored did this. Okay, it's like when you come in in the morning, you shake hands, you hug, you, you tell everybody hi, and all this kind of stuff. Then the first song that you sing in the church service, you go around and you hug and you shake hands and, you, and, and all that kind of stuff. It's like, why do you have to do it twice? But I don't even know why I said that, but, you know, I just wanted to pass that along to you. But so as you, as you think through the process of how God wants us to be, then we need to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. But all I know what I was saying, people will avoid each other during the, the gathering song, so to speak, because they can't stand each other. 
And, and then we expect a move of God uh, to, to take place in church when you've got people that don't even like each other. And it's crazy. And uh, so we have to be careful on this. So let me give you what the fruit of the Spirit, uh, the Spirit is. This fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Let me tell you something. If you're not walking in those things that I just told you, then you're walking in the flesh. You're walking in anxiety. You're walking in depression. You're walking in hatred. You're walking in strife. You're walking in envy. Because these things that are the fruits of the Spirit and your spiritual nature should take over to where you have love for all mankind. You have joy. Do you, do you have joy? And if not, you need to figure out why you don't have joy. And I guarantee you, self is involved. If you don't have peace, find out why you don't have peace. You say, well, how do I find out? Ask God. His spirit is inside of you. When you're saved, his spirit is inside of you. Long-suffering. That means we need to have patience with people. Gentleness, goodness, and faith. Meekness and temperance. Temperance is self-control, which means to control self. That means stop going to bed with people. Stop having sex outside of marriage. Uh, stop sur- surfing porn on the internet. Uh, stop gossiping. Get this stuff under control because it is inside of you. It is a, it is a fruit of the spirit. So understand that fruit grows. Fruit um, matures. Uh, fruit can help you. It brings life. Meekness, temperance. Again, such are no law. And they that are, uh, this is verse twenty-four of uh, Galatians chapter five. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh. <clears throat> that means self. Remember the human nature? The self, the discipline, uh, the need. I got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. Pray about these things that God wants you to do, God wants you to have. And they that are, uh, they that are Christ have crucified the flesh and, and the afflictions and thereof. It says in verse 25, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So when you're walking in the Spirit, that means you're walking in the supernatural ability of God. That means you can lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. That means you can uh, believe God for things. That means you can lead people to Jesus. It's the, it's the spiritual nature of God that intertwines with us. So basically, our human nature needs to make it, take a back seat to God's nature. Now, you got to be balanced in this thing. You can't be so spiritual that you're no earthly good. You have to have a balance within within your life. And there's some people that I talk to, uh, and uh, it's just kind of kind of wacky. I remember one time uh, a person um, back about ten years ago. Well, God spoke to me about this. Well, yeah, God spoke to me about that, and God spoke to me about this, and God did this, and God said that. And it's like, yeah, you appreciate that. But you also got to have balance. You know, is God really talking to us about some of the things that we think that we're talking to ourselves about? You just have to be balanced. I'm not discrediting that God doesn't speak to us because I, I know he speaks to us. And, you know, if you listen to this show long enough, you'll know that I tell you that God speaks. But I also think that self gets involved there as well in a lot of areas so that people can puff themselves up that God. Uh, you know, this is a Nike shirt. 
I got it in Daytona Beach, but the collar of it just doesn't want to do right. Kind of wants to hang down, so I got to fix that. Um, and I even ironed that this morning. So we have to live in the Spirit. So let us also walk in the Spirit. And in verse twenty six says, "Let us not be in vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another." And so uh, then you know we have to understand something that if we're walking in the Spirit, then we're not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. So I want to encourage you to spend some time in Galatians chapter 5 and spend some time in Romans chapter 6 because it'll help you to be better. I'm, I know, and let me tell you something, none of us have arrived. God is working on all of us. He's helping all of us to get to a place where he can use us and uh, God can do great things in you. Man, I tell you, that's encouraging. I hope you're having a great day today. Let me pray for you. If you're not saved today, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for the ones that are watching that are that are contemplating salvation. And Father God, I just pray in Jesus' name that you deal in their hearts. I pray that families that are torn apart, Father God, will be reunited. I pray for bodies to be healed that are sick. I pray, God, for um, people that are struggling with anxiety and depression, Father God, that you'll touch them to walk in the Spirit. And I thank you for it. If you're not saved today, repeat this prayer after me. Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. If you prayed that prayer, let me tell you something. Your name is now written in heaven. You're on your way. Hallelujah. Let us know that you accepted Jesus into your heart and life. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one. Just give us uh, your address and let us know. And God is so faithful. Do not walk in the Spirit. I mean, in the flesh, but walk in the spirit and God will do great things with you. One of the ways that you can partner with this ministry is by giving and you can text the word pulse to 1-304-244-3187. You can also go to the pulsechurch.com, give through PayPal or mail your love gift to PO Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. Now, when you do that, I promise you there is something that takes place in the supernatural uh, realm of God and he blesses you back. I promise you and then some. Malachi tells us, Malachi 3, it tells us that we are going to have more. He's going to open the windows of heaven and we're going to have more than we can contain. I'll take it, Lord. Bring it on. Have a great day. Pastor Jay Mace with me tomorrow for the next edition, Friday edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.